are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, and joining me from Arizona tonight, we have Chevin Nooney. What's good, Chev? What's going on, my man, Mike? How you doing tonight? I'm I'm pretty good. It's just a two-man show tonight. Uh, Garrett is fighting Mason Rudolph. Well, I'm sorry, wrong Garrett. Um, America's sweetheart is off spending some much-needed time with his wife, so Chev and I are going to be holding the fort down. Um, so, Chev... Let's just get right into it. Do you want to just uh, address the elephant in the room, the Fight Club? Oh, man. Last night was absolutely (laughs) insane. I didn't get to watch it live, but, man, Twitter blew up so fast. Getting notifications from all my group messages that I'm in in my leagues. Man, that was just absolutely insane. So... I had the same thing. So what I do is um, I always put my phone on silent before I go to bed at night. Just, you know, because with it sitting on the table, the vibrating, it, it's annoying. So I woke up to like a million notifications. And the one thing that I'll say is the fight was bad. I did see the video of it. Shouldn't do stuff like that. Yet the internet remains undefeated. The memes for this have just been absolutely on point. What do you think about that, Chef? Like, are they not great or what? Oh, yeah. I mean, all of them have been just absolutely amazing. Um, all the NFL Blitz ones that are coming out, I mean, I mean, it's, that's what it looked like. It looked like NFL Blitz just happened on our screen, and that was one of my favorite games growing up. Not saying that I'm a fan of what they did, but it was nice to see that it's not just in a video game. It's actually real life, too. So everybody gets their emotions going sometimes, and sadly, that's what happened last night, and they're going to have to pay for the consequences of uh, their actions. Well, yeah, exactly. They will. Miles Garrett's going to have plenty of time to think it over. He has been suspended indefinitely. Uh, Marquise Pouncey, who came to Mason Rudolph's defense, he was suspended three games. Each team was fined two hundred and fifty grand. Larry Og- Ognujobi, yeah, he was also suspended one game. Uh, that I believe a Browns defensive lineman. And more discipline is possible for both teams, and Rudolph will not press charges. Doesn't Mason Rudolph look like the type of guy in high school that bragged about how much money his dad has, though? Like, just looking at his face? Oh, yeah, it definitely is like, hey, my dad's a cop. I'm going to get you. That's what he kind of looks like, too. He's like, oh, my dad's a lawyer. I'm going to sue you. But, like, I mean. If, if his name was Blaine and he was the jock jerk in a 1980s high school drama, you'd be like, yeah, he, he fits right in there. You know, telling yeah, someone that shocked. they're a, a <laughs> disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, moving on from that, it's been all over. It's been talked to death at this point, but um, don't hit people with helmets. So, that's really all we had The to crazy say. thing, too, is like people were punching people with helmets on. Like, for me, I do not understand that one bit. Like, you're going to either hurt yourself because it's not going to hurt them. Or you're going to hurt your team by breaking your hand and you're not being able to play in the next couple of games or getting suspended. So, I mean, he was punching and hitting his helmet with his hands. I mean, I just don't understand that. It's not going to hurt the guy with his helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really seem like a good idea. So, I, I don't know. I remember when I played football, people used to do that stuff all the time. It's like, what? Yeah. Why would you do that? You're an idiot. So <laughs> I love that he came to his defense. Though. I mean, that's what you want to see as a, a player on that team. Oh, absolutely. You know, one thing, one question I have. Do you think the you think the Steelers draft a quarterback next year? Uh, I mean, it's not unlikely. I mean, I can definitely see uh kind of being like a third, maybe probably later than that pick. Um, I mean, Mason Rudolph hasn't been terrible, terrible, but I mean, he's not something that probably the future after Big Ben, I'm guessing. I mean, what didn't help either? Juju Smith-Schuster got a concussion. Deontay oh Johnson got lit up. He had that head injury. And mm-hmm. James Conner left with a shoulder injury too. So oh, man. your top two wideouts are gone, okay? 
And I think James Conner might be replaced in um, in Pittsburgh as well. The guy's always hurt. And, and you know what? Here, here's a guy. Um, one of the things that we were going to talk about tonight is people we were wrong about. Well, I'm actually going to take a, a bow on this. One, th- one player I was right about was James Conner. Everybody was buying into him before the season, and I was just like, nope, don't want him. And I didn't know what it was. I just felt that regression coming and with the injuries and whatnot. So, um, Jeff, anything else you want to touch on the uh, Steelers-Brown game of the century? Uh, no, I know they play in, I think, two weeks. So uh, that uh, game could be very yeah. interesting. Um, I know Miles Garrett's not going to be there, so it might not be as crazy. Uh, but it should be very interesting. There's a couple cheap shots still in that game, so we'll see how that goes in two weeks. Well, it's going to be in Pittsburgh next time, so uh, that should be pretty interesting. Ball blast. Um, hey, let's going to be there. Yeah, they definitely will. Hey, let's talk about some Falcons. They placed Romarius Smith, also known as Ito, on IR, and that's with a neck injury and a concussion. Devonta Freeman has a midfoot sprain. He's going to miss time, so Brian Hill is going to be the lead back. He could have been picked up. I actually uh, picked him up and played him out of desperation, believe it or not, in one league, and he almost mm-hmm. won me my game. So week 10, 20 carries for 61 yards, no touchdowns, but one catch on two targets for 10 yards and a touchdown. On the season, he has 28 carries, 101 yards, one touchdown, three catches on four attempt, or, sorry, four targets for 24 yards and a touchdown. So when you're in this part of the season, bye weeks, injuries, you could definitely do worse than Brian Hill right now. I mean, he's been given the green light by Dan Quinn, who somehow still has a job. Okay, Chev, be real. Who else on the waiver wire do you think is available, 12-team waiver wire, that you would rather have over Brian Hill right now? There's probably not a lot of guys. I mean, Brian Hill is a guy that, I mean, a lot of the leagues are probably done with their their trade deadline, so he's a guy Most that you can pick are, yeah. up. He yeah, you can possibly just pick him up, and I mean that can, he could be the RB one for the Falcons the rest of the season. So I mean, having that ability to pick up somebody off the waivers and just have that ability to possibly start him at a flex, I mean that's that's incredible. I'm sure there's not many guys out there left in a 12 team league at running back. I know for me, I like to really try to get uh, my backups for the starters that I have just in case uh, they go down. And I can have them ready for the playoffs. But um, if you get the chance to go snag Brian Hill, I think that's the name, um, pick him up if you need a running back. I mean, why not? He's not going to – I mean, you get 20 touches last game. Um, yeah. I would be happy with that 24-7. Even if he doesn't score a touchdown, I mean, 20 attempts, that's that's a great odds to possibly do something good. Yeah, and like I said, I got him out of desperation and mm-hmm. almost had the game too. Um, speaking of the Falcons – Garrett's fiance Austin Hooper has an MCL sprain. It says that he is out a month. But Garrett did also say that Dan Quinn stated that that didn't come from our building. The uh, him being out a month, so definitely monitor this situation very closely. On the season, fifty-six catches for six hundred eight yards and six touchdowns. I mean, he was really rolling along. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I would say a good guy that could be a streaming option. As a replacement would be Chris Herndon. He's out an extended period of time with fractured ribs. On the season, he has one catch for seven yards. I hate you, Chris Herndon. I don't even know who the backup is in, in New York. I don't want to know. I don't care. I'll play Jonu Smith. Is it Jono or Jonu? It doesn't matter. I'll play him over Chris Herndon. Yeah, I mean, we End talked about rim. Yeah, we talked about him. Um, early on in our podcast, and like I said, I wanted to stay away from almost all of those guys there just because Adam Gase. And it's not because Adam Gase, but injuries and the suspensions, they just plagued him this season. So I'm definitely glad I stay away from him, even though he's a talented tight end. uh, Just kind of glad I veered away from that situation in in general, especially Le'Veon Bell still hasn't produced the best. I mean, he's starting to play a little bit better, but just happy to be out of that situation. I mean, it's just... Just a crappy situation to be in right now for them. It's it's terrible. And here you go. Here's a guy that I was way wrong on this year. I figured he would do his suspension, the DUI suspension, come back and at least be an integral part of the offense. Not saying he has to be a tight end one, but, you know, something startable. Instead, hurt. Then he comes back, hurt again. So um, I was wrong about Chris Herndon. 
So, um, also George Kittle is going to be out versus the Cardinals this week. He had that uh, knee hyperextension. I don't know if you saw that play. That was oof. It was gross, man. But uh, Jorge Kittle out for the week. So, Chev, the tight end landscape is really gross. I mean, you're, you're kind of picking up guys that. Does this guy have a pulse? Can he get me a point? Isn't it terrible? Yeah. And doesn't it seem like every single year we have to do this? Yeah, I mean, we talked about this early on in our podcast as well, that you got about four or five people that you can actually count on, and then after that, you're probably doing waiver wire pickups most of your league uh, season. So uh, it's a very nasty situation. It's the position that I think some people even said they want to take away, but yep. that doesn't make very much sense to me. I mean, that, they're part of Agreed. the offense. I mean, that's the risk. If you want to wait, you wait. If you want to take one of those top guys, take a top guy and be safe there. Um, but, man, it is pretty ugly. One thing I'm going to say, though, I think Garrett might be with Austin Hooper right now. I think it's kind of weird, kind of <laughs> fishy. He said, oh, i got to be with my wife. And Austin Hooper is injured, so he's probably kicking it with Austin Hooper right now. It's, I, that's, what, that's what I'm going with. Mm. Do you think he's rubbing his sprained MCL right now as we speak? You know, it, it wouldn't shock me. He's probably holding an ice pack for him, holding a smoothie for him, too. They're probably watching some Disney Plus, so uh, I, I can just are. definitely see Garrett doing that right now. They they definitely are. So, um, Garrett, get back to us soon. Austin, how you doing, bud? Um, <laughs> so, um, you know who is coming back from an MCL issue? Jacoby Brissett. He's going to start against the Jaguars. Um, all of a sudden, the Jaguars not really instilling fear as far as uh, starting people against them. The defense has taken a bit of a step back without Jalen Ramsey. Um, and on the other side of the bowl, Nick Foles is going to be the starter again for the Jags. In his absence, Gardner Minshew went uh, four for four. He was 188 at 307 for a 61.2 percent pass completion uh 2285 yards 13 touchdowns four picks but here's the big one 11 fumbles that is mm, just not wow. not good and that you remember that game against uh houston over there in england that's that mm-hmm. was a killer man just those those yeah. turnovers so but uh Brissette's I back i mean many. i didn't either i i thought it was a less than 10 at least but here we are um and Brissett comes back, but he's got kind of a depleted wide receiver core. You know, T.Y. Hilton, still out. Um, who else is there? Uh, you got Zach Pascal. They cut Deion Kane. Then nobody claimed him off waivers. They re-signed him to the practice squad. So, Oh, it's, snap. It's just, and there you go. There's another guy that I'm wrong about, Deion Kane. I did that, not know that. I must have missed that. Yeah, well. Wow. That that kind of flew under the radar, that one. And, and this really, here you go, a guy that I was wrong about. I thought, again, he would be something at least. You know, take that second year step. And here we are. Yeah, wow. Can't even break the active roster. Yeah. Holy cow. And, Dang, I thought he was going to do so many good things this season. Kind of had a little sneaky role I could see him picking up. Dang, I did not know he just got the boot. Holy crap. I would have been happy if before the season, like you came back to me from the future and you're like, hey, listen, Deion Kane ends up being um, the Colts wide receiver three and would be a startable wide receiver three on your fantasy team. I would have been happy with that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would definitely have been happy. Yeah. Man. And here we are in the practice squad. So, um, all right, we'll stay up there in the north. Uh, Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford has fractures in his back. He's expected to miss multiple weeks. That was what was reported earlier. Uh, Matt Patricia did confirm that he is out this week. Jeff Driscoll got the start last week. Who'd they play again? The, the Bears, right? Yeah. The Bears. That was actually a good game at the end, too. Um, mm-hmm. Driscoll's got a decent arm, but he can't be that good if the Bengals let him go, right? Yeah, I mean the Bengals are a top franchise in the in the NFL, so I'm, I'm surprised they definitely let him go. <laughs> um, but how how tough is Matt Stafford? It just mm-hmm. seems like we always find out that this guy always has some pretty big injury that he's playing with. 
Um, I mean, there was one game where he got smacked really hard and got planted into the ground by a defensive lineman. He finished out the game. I think they went for two or something like that, and they picked it up. I mean, this guy, he, he wants to be out there. He wants to be out there making plays. I mean, you got to love a guy that is going to do that for his team. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously back fractures, you want to, you know, you want to be precautionary. Um, yeah. Driscoll did okay filling in 27 of 46, 269 yards, one touchdown and a pick, five carries for 37 yards, and one catch for six yards. I would have been interested to see if the Lions could have pulled that game out if they had a proficient running game. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that running I'm game just, is a mess right now. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, what if on Johnson's back there? I mean, yeah. they're not going to throw the ball 46 times. I mean, that that just doesn't seem like a winning success for that team. No. Um, especially with the backup quarterback. I mean, got to get the run game going. I mean, it's just like the Bears. I mean, we go out there and let Trubisky throw 40 times. There's a good chance we're probably not going to win the game. Yeah, and that's, again, that's just so frustrating to me. When you have Tariq Cohen, you have David Montgomery, and you know that you have a quarterback with deficiencies, and he's a young quarterback still, too. And you're just going to throw the ball 46 times, 50 times. Come on, man. Give it to David Montgomery. Yeah, um, I mean, defenses, for me, I mean, I'm going to want Trubisky to beat me with his arm. So, I mean, they're probably keying heavy on the run, trying to stop that. But, man. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll see. We talked about it before the show. Uh, Chev, would you like to give your thoughts on the Bears quarterback situation moving forward? Oh, yeah. I mean, moving forward, I definitely think that Bears possibly could go pick somebody up in free agency. I think they really want somebody that's going to be there that's not going to be too cost efficient. They really want it to be a guy that's not getting paid too much, I would think so, and kind of find guys around him, build an offensive line, build that defense up uh, like they have. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they possibly draft one later in the draft, just possibly trying to hit somebody late, maybe pull out a Dak Prescott somehow uh, like Dallas did, drafting the quarterback late. But, I mean, for me, you got to find somebody to at least challenge him. I mean, I know we have Chase Daniels, but, I mean, I wouldn't be too scared of him taking my job if I was Mitchell Trubisky, honestly. No, and you shouldn't be. Can I throw mm -hmm. a name out there at you? Go for it. Andy Dalton. I mean, if we would have picked him up right before the trade deadline, I mean, I wouldn't have been too upset. I mean, he's a guy that can throw the ball around. Um, I mean, his decision-making sometimes is a little iffy, but same things going on with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I mean, I'm not giving up on Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, he can use his feet, and he's still a decent quarterback. I think he's got a lot of improvement. He's only in his, was his third year? Yes. Yes, I mean... There's still a lot of stuff that he really needs to work on, especially, I mean, he got an offensive coordinator again last season. So, I mean, he's been not having a consistent coaches. So, uh, we'll see. If next year he's still the quarterback and he's still making these mistakes, uh, Bears fans will be calling for his head. All right, I have two more Bears points for you. One more's a quarterback. Just mm -hmm. hypothetical because I believe he may or may not be under contract or he can get out of his contract. What about Derek Carr? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like he could be a good game manager for that defense. I think one of the biggest problems right now is that our offense is just not out there enough to help our defensive defense out. Like, when our defense gets out there in the third quarter, they're gassed after the first half of being out there on the field for so dang long. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be upset with getting Derek Carr, but his price tag's probably, I know, he didn't he just sign, like, a contract pretty big? I thought... They could Maybe get out of that time ago. decently. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember exactly. But like I said, I think they're going to go after a guy that isn't going to want a lot of money if they're going to try to go pick somebody up, honestly. Okay. And last Bears point, is it time to give up on Anthony Miller? No, I don't, I don't think I'm giving up on Anthony Miller. I think that offense just looked mediocre this year. I think he's still got a lot in the tank. I still think he's got great talent. I'm not giving up on him. I know it sucks to have him on your team as he kind of looked like he was going to have a, a pretty good year after his first rookie season. So, I mean, th this offense has just looked took terrible. I mean, there's nobody that I would feel safe putting in week in and week out right now. 
Okay, last Bears point version <laughs> 2.1. What do you okay. think about Nick Wachowski? Um, it looks like Roquan Smith has been playing not so well this year, and Danny Trevathan is out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he did have one week. Let me find it here. Week four against Minnesota. Where in our league accounted for seventeen point seven five points, we do give bonuses. Um, he had two tackles for a loss, one assisted tackle, ten tackles, a sack, a hit on a quarterback, and a forced fumble. So, it's it's one of those things where, as a Bears fan, you know, looking at it from an IDP standpoint, you think he could be like a linebacker that helps you get over the hump here? Because that's what Barker from the back row show said. So I wanted to ask a Bears fan what he thought about him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been he's been playing great when he gets the chance to get in there. So like you said, Roquan has just seemed off this season. Uh, I mean, I thought Trevathan was having a pretty good year. I think he's been a really great leader for that defense uh, this season. But, I mean, he's got a chance to go out there and definitely make plays. Now, I'm not sure if he's – is he replacing Trevathan? I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. but I, I believe so because Trevathan had that that pretty nasty arm, arm injury, injury last week. Yeah, yeah that was – Yeah, that was disgusting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I picked him up in my IDP league. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what I'm doing defensively on there, but <laughs> I'm picking, I'm okay. trying to pick up players. That's what, that's what I'm going for, picking up defense and making that better, so – I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to throw him in my starting lineup this week um, on in IDP. I would. Yeah, I actually picked him up. He was a free agent, so I'm going to go ahead and start him as well. Um, now, you did make a comment that uh, the, the uh, injury was disgusting. So uh, we're going to stay on the topic of disgusting. Bill Callahan has named Dwayne Haskins the Redskins starter for the remainder of the season. Ready for these beautiful stats? 27 of 44, 284 yards, zero touchdowns, four interceptions, five carries for 37 yards. So he has done less in the games he's played than Jeff Driscoll has done for you fantasy-wise this season. Tell me that's not disgusting, Chef. Uh, It's very disgusting, but he is getting Darius Geis back. Hopefully he's going to play more than one game, um, and hopefully he can turn that team around because, I mean, I love Darius Geis. Um it's not the best situation to be a quarterback in Washington right now, but here's your chance, buddy. Go out and make some plays. He has thrown a touchdown to the other team, so you might want to add that on to your stats, Mike. Okay. All right. I'm, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a buddy. There. I had a buddy. He's a Washington fan. He's like, if if he throws a touchdown this game, I'm going to buy a jersey. That like Next pass, he goes and throws a touchdown to the other team. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, what size jersey are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it looks like last week Tyler Lockett was hospitalized with a lower leg injury. He was in there for two days. He has rejoined the team. They are on bye this week, but he is expected to be ready for week 12 versus Philadelphia. Um, I don't know the exact you know, extent of this injury. If you want to find out more about it, listen to the FF Astronauts, their latest episode. Um Rish is a doctor, and he explained it mm-hmm. in full detail, and I have no idea what he said. So, um, just, <laughs> uh, seriously, it I'm actually getting frustrated trying to think about it. So, um, just listen to that and tell him that we sent you, and then you'll know what's going on. But, um, you know, I'm hoping he comes back, preferably in week 13 after they play the Eagles. But, uh, you know. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been playing great this season. I mean, he's a guy that I thought would regress this season, and he hasn't. He's been putting up big plays. He's been having great games with Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, he's just been balling out this season, and you definitely don't want to see a guy go down and have to not play uh, over an injury that's been balling out. And I hope he keeps going out there and doing what he does because, I mean, he's having a great year uh, on a team that we didn't think there was going to be very much production or at least I didn't with the wide receivers. So kudos to him. He's been balling out. Well, then let, let's ask this. Here's another guy that we could have both been wrong about, DK Metcalf. Hey, I drafted him number 10 in our rookie draft, so I'm feeling pretty happy. I'm okay with 10, though. Yeah. I figured he would be a low one, high two, maybe even mid mm-hmm. two at the latest. But in our home league, he was taking one five. Yeah, that's – Yeah, I mean, does, that feels a little high. 
Yeah, I mean, he's a specimen, man. I mean, he you look out there, and he's a man. He is a man. Um, good for him, though. I mean, he's had so much criticism early on in his, his career, and he's going out there, and he's making plays, too. So, uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, you can't say enough about that guy. He is a true leader. He's a competitor. He's going to go out there and do whatever he can to win games. And, I mean, he's just special to watch. I hope hope I get to watch him at an Arizona Cardinals game soon because – that guy just knows how to find a way and get it done it's so frustrating because it's like every time they play the eagles it's like he should have been sacked a hundred times and he just gets away from people i mean the birds have a murderer's row coming up here they got the patriots and the seahawks and their schedule gets a little easier so it's it should be interesting the next two weeks to see what happens Mm -hmm. so hey let's stick on the eagles for a little bit they were in the news slightly so darren sproles is going to miss the remainder of this season he has a torn right hip flexor i have no clue what that is but it's torn um then they went ahead and stupidly re-signed jay ajayi and alshon jeffrey is going to be out sunday versus the patriots with an ankle injury jordan howard is questionable with a shoulder injury so um for whatever reason we've had the patriots number as of lately but uh being without Alshon and possibly jordan howard doesn't make me feel too much better um i'd feel better if deshaun jackson was there he's not Mm -hmm. so i really i don't know what to say here (laughs) i guess it's miles sanders time it's gonna have to be it's miles sanders time to shine um or Jay Jai is going to come from the dead and just absolutely own that backfield. But I, I would love to see Miles Sanders get a bunch of carries and a bunch of uh, chances to catch some passes in this game. Uh, he's not playing a defense that I would want to start him up against. Uh, maybe exactly. a flex play if you have to. Um, but he's getting a chance right now to prove what he's got and hopefully he capitalizes it. And man, we talk about JJ Arcega Whiteside a lot when uh, it was the drafting season. And we knew he wasn't going to be a guy that probably gets much playing time this season. Um, but Alshon Jeffrey has gone down a couple times, and he's nowhere to be found on the field. hes I don't know how many catches he has, but, man, it just does not seem like he's involved in that offense at all. It's really frustrating. And they did re-sign Jordan Matthews, which doesn't really inspire me very much. But I would love to see J. Jaw get out there. What do you have to lose? He's not going to get any better sitting on the sideline, right? No, and I mean, we all just thought he was just going to be a great player. We didn't think he was going to get much time this season, but he he has gotten more time than I I pictured him getting, uh, especially with all the injuries that have happened. But it just seems like it just hasn't come to fruition. Uh, Maybe, hopefully, it happens in twenty twenty if it doesn't happen this week. So, well, he. Okay, so he's played in every game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, he only has seven targets total, and he has two catches for 14 yards. What is going to be the most remembered thing about his season so far is that catch he could have had against Detroit that would have won the game. Yep. And if you forgot about it, there it is. But what worries Just me think is he, he catches can't that. get on the yeah, exactly. Then, then we're on the uptick there. But what furiates me is he can't get on the field over Matt Collins, and Matt Collins sucks. He mm-hmm. just sucks. So, I don't know. Interested to see how this works out. If Jordan Howard plays, I feel a lot better um, against the Patriots. If he doesn't play, mm-hmm. it's probably a loss, to be honest with you. Um, speaking of losses... The Browns released wide receiver Antonio Callaway. Did you see that, Chev? Because that one kind of flew under the radar a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, It looked like he got a suspension from the league. I think it was like a 10-game suspension. It is, Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure uh, what the situation was, what happened, but um, I know this young man has had some some struggles so far in his life with abuse of substances or something like that, so... I mean, you definitely don't want to see a talent like that go wasted, and I really hope he kind of gets it figured out just for his sake. Um, I mean, he's a great player. I'd love to see him out on the field and get an opportunity with another team. I did confirm uh, it is uh, violating the NFL substance abuse policy. So just pulled just that up sad. on ESPN. It, it really is. You know, it's like I, I want to know why these guys – 
they're given such a great opportunity that people would kill for it and they do stupid crap like this they just stay clean man then when you mm-hmm. retire do whatever you want yep yeah i, I mean I some people can't get addicted to things i mean we're all, we all have our problems so i'm not gonna sit here and and bash anybody we're not bashing anyone anyways but just you get the opportunity to be on an nfl team and there's a lot of people that would love to have that chance um live it up to the fullest i mean you're getting the opportunity to live out your dreams don't waste it i completely agree Chev, would you like to take a question before we wrap up the news? Let's do it. All right. This is from uh, our good friend Tyler. Not official fan Tyler, but Fantasy Squad's Tyler. And he wants to know, which currently injured players are you trying to buy low that will help your team next year? Um, One of the guys I'd probably be trying to go get is A.J. Brown. Oh, sorry, not A.J. Brown. A.J. Green. Um, okay. I was I gonna say a little I think bit. He's not injured. <laughs> yeah, no, but AJ Green. I mean, he's a guy that he's always injured. I wrote about him in one of my first articles I ever written or ever wrote, and he's still injured right now. So I just think his is the case that he really doesn't want to go play for the Browns. I think he's rather just wait it out and not get injured again, and just possibly find a new team. I know he wanted a long term deal with the Bengals. That's I don't. I feel like I said Browns earlier, but. You, the Bengals. Yeah, it's okay. The Bengals, and it's late on a Friday night. You're good, man. Oh, uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's probably one guy I'd be trying to go get. Okay, um, for me, I'm gonna go with Carry on Johnson. Um, I feel like you could use his injury history the last two years to hopefully help you get him a little cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. You're obviously still taking a chance here. But I feel like if they don't draft somebody in Detroit, you know, also use that and say, hey, they could draft somebody. You could be at a yeah. starter. Um, but if they don't, maybe they see how much better the run game is with him there and they mm-hmm. commit to him a little more. Um, I'm still not giving up on carry-on, so he'd be a guy that I would try to buy uh, low as well. So um, there's actually one more question I just um, I just remembered. Official fan Tyler has a question here. Let me pull it up. Okay. If the owner of Ezekiel Elliott is asking for Tony Pollard, what should I ask in return? Um, the guy who is asking for Pollard doesn't have a lot of picks. That's not your problem, Tyler. Um, I would say that Tony Pollard's probably going to be going for, what do you think, like a late second to mid third ish yeah that's probably where i would place him i mean he's one injury away from stepping right in and taking over that workload so and we did see that when he plays he's explosive yeah i mean he's got the talent to definitely be out there and make big plays uh you see that whenever zeke needs a breather or if if zeke just wants the tony pollard to start off the driver the cowboys do i mean He's looked like he has the potential to be great and do and have great games, but with Zeke being there and if Zeke stays healthy, I don't see Tony Pollard really getting the biggest chance there, especially no. how much they paid Zeke. So, yeah, I would I would agree with that a hundred percent. But you know, if he's not going to, you almost hate to hold on to a guy and hoping for an injury on someone else's team. Mm-hmm. So, I'd say if you could move him definitely move him but uh don't give him away so one last piece of news colin kaepernick is holding a workout for nfl teams all teams were invited to attend i don't know if as of right now every team has uh either confirmed or denied whether or not they're showing up but Mm -hmm. um do you think this gets him back into the nfl keep in mind if i remember correctly he was offered a backup quarterback position with the Ravens after he uh, negotiated his release with the 49ers and he declined that so uh, when everyone said he needs to be given a chance he was he did turn it down if my memory serves me correctly I am also old Chev tell me your thoughts yeah I, I, I don't remember exactly if he was offered I can't remember 100% um, I mean there's a lot of other guys in the league that probably aren't as talented as him 
Uh, so, I mean, why not give him a chance to go out there and get back on the field? I mean, um, he's definitely he's definitely an athlete. He's got great footwork. He's got great ability to move with his feet. Um, and he, he can sling the ball, too. Um, I think it's definitely good that he's going to get a chance. Um, we'll see if a team actually goes for it, though. I mean, this is this is a weird situation, honestly, just just for me thinking about it. Yeah, I've never really seen anything like this, so I don't know. Mm-mm. We'll see how that works out. Um, Chev, any other new stuff you could think about that I might have missed? Uh, nope, I think we hit it all. Okay. Um, so we did touch on – well, I touched on some guys that uh, – it talked about Deion Kane, some other guys, Chris Herndon, that uh, we were wrong about. So I'm just going to go into my biggest bust of the year, and there's still time. Maybe he turns it around. Dante Pettis has been killing me. Mm-hmm. You remember me talking him up in the preseason? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, so far he has um, – ugh, this is bad. He's got 11 catches for 109 yards and two touchdowns. Yuck. What did, what did Debo do last game? I feel like it's almost as better as, than what he's done the whole season. He he did. <laughs> I can look it up real quick. He did have a really good game last week. Uh, let's see. He had, yeah, he did. Eight catches, 112 yards. No scores, but still, eight catches, 112 yards. That's not shabby. I mean, he's already got 339 yards and a touchdown on the season. But that that whole passing offense as a whole has really not been that great until Emmanuel Sanders got there. Mm-hmm. Pettis hasn't taken a step forward. Debo Samuel hasn't been what uh, we thought he was going to be. Who was it? Trent Taylor, I think, got hurt in the preseason. Marquise Goodwin's always hurt. Um, there's Kendrick Bourne is still there. Kittle is obviously the stud. Um, and then there's Jalen Hurd, who hasn't been able to get back on the field yet. Uh, I think a lot of people thought he was going to be a thing in preseason. So mm-hmm. it's just... And then, you know, if you think about it, that whole team is a carousel everywhere except the the uh, tight end position and quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's like a turnstile at running back, same thing at wide receiver. Really good defense, though. I mean, that defensive line could just get after it. So, uh, but he's someone that I was wrong about. How about yourself, Chev? Oh, man. The one person that I've been wrong about the most is probably David Montgomery. I uh, don't think it's all his fault, but... It is not I mean, his I, fault. I definitely expected the Bears to use him uh, a ton this season and get him the ball as much as they can to kind of take it off Trubisky, and that's just not been the case. And I thought he had the chance to win Rookie of the Year, and it's not looking like that's going to be a big possibility. He's going to have to go off for like 300 yards a game if he wants to make that happen. Um, but, man, I, I was just way off on that whole situation. Um, definitely the offense has not looked like what I thought it was going to look like this season. Who do you think rookie of the year comes down to? It looks like it's either going to be Kyler Murray or maybe Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I'm probably going with Kyler Murray or Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm not I don't sure know who else is really stats. St- I mean, I who else has really stood out? Um, AJ Brown's flashed. So is DK. DK's flashed, and then. But there's Slayton's really flash, but I mean he's not up there near the top of that. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray's probably got the best really, chance. I, I think you're right, and you know stuff like that usually goes to like the quarterbacks get a lot of the accolades. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, here's one that I was wrong about in a good way for their owners. Garrett would like this. Uh, Hunter Henry, I thought he was done, but here he is balling out. Which is, by the way, stop. Because you're killing my Mike Williams shares here, man. No joke. <laughs> That's definitely one guy that I wouldn't say we missed out on, but man, he's having a rough season with injuries. Mike Williams, holy cow! I thought we thought he could get up there close to that wide receiver one numbers, and we just we just haven't seen the touchdown production be there this season. I know. He's still getting the targets though. Yeah, it's just it it's been weird. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not the ideal season for him. No. In the beginning of the season, just battling all those injuries that he was going through, and then Hunter Henry coming back, that definitely doesn't help his cause either. <laughs> it's been killing him. Uh, you got anybody else then? 
Um, I thought Ian Thomas was going to have a role in this offense this season. Oh, absolutely. Um, he's a tight end for the Carolina Panthers, and um, Olsen just – I mean, I feel like he had a couple games that he missed, but he's been out there most of the time. And uh, those wide receivers have – haven't been awful. They've been putting up good numbers. I think I've just looked, and DJ Moore is 18, and Curtis Samuel is 27. Um, so, I, I mean, Curtis Samuel's probably about where we thought he was going to be, close to that wide receiver two numbers. Uh, we definitely thought he could jump up to the high wide receiver two, but um, DJ Moore's been playing great even without the touchdowns. He's not getting much of those. So, um, But, man, we were I was definitely wrong on Ian Thomas. I don't even know if he has any fantasy points this season. Um, I could look him up real quick. Let's Let see. Ian Thomas. He had to. Um, Zero points. Two targets. Oh, come on. He is a better talent than that. Please please tell me I'm not missing that. No, you're... I'm seeing the exact same thing here. I mean, we got nothing. And you know got, Kyle, Kyle Allen's more of your quote-unquote prototypical quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, another guy here, O.J. Howard. Like, I Ugh. just think he'd, he'd be so much better if he got out of New – or I'm sorry, if he like went to a place like New England, got out of uh, Tampa. Because, look, Bruce Arians, everyone's like, well, he never had a talented tight end like uh, O.J. Howard. He doesn't care. No. I don't think he cares at all. I don't know. Um, he's definitely feeding those wide receivers a bunch. So he's who knows Payne Barber and oh man, what's the <laughs> other guy's name? Uh, Rojo Ronald Jones. Yeah, I mean he's starting to come around, but dude, OJ Howard has been a ghost. I mean he'd probably be a good guy with Sam Darnold because I think they're both seeing ghosts right now. <laughs> Does OJ Howard have any? I think he had a touchdown last week, right? Yeah, I think he actually did. He did have a touchdown last week. Yeah, he has 17 catches for 223 yards and a touchdown in the season. How many, I mean, this guy's burned a lot of people because if you think about it, there's a lot of people that took him high mm-hmm. this year. In, yeah. in one of my dynasty leagues right now, he's actually on the waivers, which is ridiculous. I don't know how nobody's picked him up yet. I have Kelsey and Goddard, so I'm probably going to stick with those guys. But, man, O.J. Howard is not owned in my league. That's crazy. How many people are in that league? Ten. Somebody should have picked yeah. him up just to be, just in case. Yeah, I mean, you would think, you know, usually a guy like that gets. That's weird, man. Yeah, yeah. it's you should you should just stash him, dude. Yeah, this is the league though that I'm like stacked in, so, uh, so I would either have really... to give up like Arcega Whiteside or. Slayton or Goddard, and I, I, I'd rather just stick with those guys. Okay. No, I, I got it. Um, yeah. All right, then let's answer this last one together, unless you have anybody else that you wanted to talk about. Was the fantasy football community as a whole wrong about Baker Mayfield? I wish Garrett was here for this. Man, I know a lot of people drafted him super early in their leagues. Yeah. And... I would have definitely drafted him early. I mean, look at all the talent that's around them right now. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. Their line is so bad, though. (sighs) Yeah, OBJ, Landry. I mean, we can go on and on about all the players that they have, but the offense has just looked piss poor so far this season. Just the play calling, everything is just really just – he just got arrogant, and it's just – proven that you got to stay within yourself and play the game you still got to play even though you you look really good on paper i think they they kind of missed out on that you got to focus and you know a lot of people were like baker 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 and i'm like hey man don't forget about carson wentz oh he's done he's toast i'm like all right but yeah i'm curious to see where they they fall in uh in rankings here not rankings but like who is closer to being a QB1 because Baker does not have a lot of touchdowns on the season, right? I know he threw one last night and ran for one, but yep. let's see. I don't know. I'm just going to look up his stats real quick. Let's see. On the season, 200 
I'm sorry, 2,394 yards and 11 touchdowns. Um, how many picks has he thrown? No. 12. 12 picks, really? 12 picks, oh, 11 touchdowns. That's not good. Let's see what Wentz has done this year. All right. 2,060 yards for Carson Wentz. And he has 15 touchdowns and four picks. I mean, I'll so, take that. That's less yards, but you're talking uh, four more touchdowns and a lot less interceptions. Yeah, I mean, all those interceptions, you're, you're putting your team in a bind right there. Uh, the the uh, Man, that's he's just had a rough season. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to bash the guy. I mean, he's a great player. I just think the hype was a lot for this team, and they're falling on their face right now with the play calling and – showing up to the games too yeah so hey hopefully they turn around though wish them nothing but the best um all right so that's uh you have anybody else you want to add before we get ready to head out chef um i mean one player that i'm definitely glad that i kind of hyped up this season was dalvin cook i mean i know you weren't very high on him which who i mean you have the right to be because i mean all the injury history but I'm definitely glad I stuck by him and didn't accept some of the trades that I was offered and just stuck with him, knowing that they looked like they were trying to run the ball more this season. And definitely glad to have him and Madison in the same lineup. So I think Madison has been who we thought he would be this season. Um, he's a guy that can go in and take over for Dalvin Cook when Dalvin Cook needs a breather. And, I mean, he's shown that he, he runs tough. And he can he can definitely produce if Dalvin Cook were to go down, but definitely glad I stuck with Dalvin Cook this year. Yeah, who a guy that I think is done too, Devonta Freeman. Oh boy, he is just you know it's like you want to talk about a team that is playing with the ultimate Super Bowl hangover of the losing mm-hmm. Super Bowl team. What have the Atlanta Falcons done since that Super Bowl loss? Not a lot. Where's Calvin Ridley at? I mean. Okay, so I'm hoping that okay, Mohamed Sanu is not there anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Hooper and Garrett are vacationing in the Poconos together, so he's <laughs> out of the way. Devonta Freeman's targets are gone. Ito Smith's targets are gone. Calvin Ridley should be seeing some targets here, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping he's got to, right? I mean, well, I Deion Kane should have seen some targets too. And he's yeah. on the practice squad now. I mean, he's had at least five targets in nine of the ten games that he's played in this season. So, I mean, he's not getting overly targeted, but still he's getting enough targets to make a production. But it just seems like he's just having a real slow, tough second year in the league. He might be one of those yeah. guys that is a wide receiver in his third season that absolutely explodes, though. That's a guy that... Calvin really somebody I'd be trying to go pick up uh, for cheap right now. Yeah, there you go. Pick him up. Um, Chev, anybody else? Uh, nope, I think we covered a lot of the guys that I missed out on. And if you guys know of somebody I missed, I missed out on and that I thought they were going to have a bad season, they're actually having a good season, let me know because a lot of the times I don't even remember a lot of the people I'm talking about because – we do a lot of looking at stats, looking at who we want to talk about the next week. So if you if you know somebody that I missed out on, let me know. Yeah, and uh, same for me. And make sure you bug Garrett, too. He likes that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, for the rewind this week, I just wanted to talk for a minute about the Brown-Steelers rivalry. Um, did you know that they met like 150 – oh, I'm sorry, 134 – my God. 135 times Steelers hold the edge 75 to 59 and one two and0 against them in the postseason um, yeah it's just just find this stuff man it is a great rivalry um, it's been going on for a long time uh, before there was what I do know that I didn't see in here just because I'm a nerd and I know this stuff before it was the AFC NFC and it was the AFL and NFL. Um, when they merged together, did you know that the Steelers were actually in the NFL and they were the Eagles rival at one point in time? They choose to go over into the AFC because their rivalry with uh, the Browns was stronger 
are closer together than Philadelphia mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh. So that's why they are in the AFC and not the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, just to continue a rivalry, which I think is pretty cool. So um, it's definitely it's a heated rivalry. I could, I think we could say that. Oh uh, uh, yeah, but definitely, you know, find it online. Even if it's Wikipedia, check it out. Um, you will not regret it. So, um, Chev, I believe you wanted to spread some good word for us tonight. Oh yeah, man. So don't have a verse this week. Kind of just wanted to to spit some truth at you guys. Uh, if you guys do feel the calling to do something, or if you feel the calling to just say nice words to somebody, I mean, do it. Don't let it just stay in your heart. Don't let God have you calling or have him calling to you to do something. Go out there and actually do it. I know sometimes it might be the one of the harder things to do. Uh, you're like, oh, I don't really feel like doing that. But uh, I think in the long run, just going out and doing it, spreading the joy and love, just telling somebody, hi, how's your day going? I mean, that can go a long ways. I mean, me and Mike were talking earlier about uh, just how you never know what's going on in somebody's life and you just saying, hey, how's everything going? Can I be praying for you? Go for it. I mean, nothing bad can come out of that. We're showing love to the people that uh, we work with every day. So go out there and be kind uh, and rewind, man. How about that? Yeah, look at that. Be kind and rewind. Or fast forward. I think somebody accused us of that one time, <laughs> didn't they? But now, hold I on. I, I debunked that because if we were the dynasty fast forward, we would know exactly what was going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people probably fast forward through our show, but no, we're called the Rewind. (laughs) No, they do. When I start talking, they're like, all right, let's get to Garrett and Chev. Let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, hey, that's it for this week. Hope you enjoy the show. Slightly shorter than normal. Um, Garrett is going to be back with us next week when him and Austin get back. Um, Where did they? Oh, you know what? I think they rented one of those places that has the big heart-shaped tub, didn't they? Yep, with the heart shaped bed too. I mean, it was a it was a deal on uh on uh Amazon Plus. I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> oh, Airbnb. They, Airbnb, they my fault. Bro. There you my go. Fault. There you go. I hope he listens to this. That would be great. <laughs> I, I really I hope, hope so he does. Too. So, um, Garrett's going to be back. Until then, he'll be the world's greatest human being on Twitter and in real life. You could find him at Dynasty Price. And Chev, where can we find you? You can find me at ChevBoyRD, boy with an I. And you can follow me on Twitter at TheAmbauer85. And please follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Uh, we are going to figure out what the winner of the Rewind League will get, our listener league, and uh, go from there. Maybe we could do something for you guys for the holidays too, some cool merch or something. So until next week, everybody, we'll see you next time.